Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com On a scale from one foot to four foot two, how much do you miss Vern Troyer still? (laughs) R.I.P. I've been, I was touched. Yeah, yeah, we've all been touched. We've all been touched. I think he's touched everyone's life in yeah. some way. Uh, mostly physical. Like, if you're a woman, chances are he probably came up and snatched your beef. You know? Yeah, he definitely stuck a stubby little short finger in, uh, in somewhere. Boy, one of those little bent fingers. I also found out that a lot of people have gotten pictures with Vern Troyer. Everyone. Like, once that happened, it was like the flood of people that I was like, oh my gosh, sure. you... Yeah. You uh, you met him, okay? I didn't know that about you, but I guess I know now. <laughs> you know what I've found out is that people have, uh, including myself, have a sick fascination. As soon as any celebrity dies, you immediately start going through your your photos, and you're like, sure. Fuck, "Do I have a photo of that guy?" Sure. Yes, I do. I've got a, I've got a pic of me and the dead guy. Yeah. Let's yeah. Let's let's put up a stirring tribute. Right. Right. Yeah. Let's talk about what he meant to us and make he it. He or she. He or yeah. she. He yep. or she. Sure, sure, yep. sure. Um, and then put some poignant um, yep. message underneath it of life is short. Whoops. Squeeze the ones. Oh, nailed it. Don't. Yeah. Squeeze the ones you've. <laughs> you've got around you. Yeah, there's that. That's a very that's a really popular one of like. Of like cherish the people around you. Let them know every day. Kiss the ones you love tight or whatever it is. Did you let Vern Troyer know every day how much she meant to you? I tried. Then cut that bullshit out. I I set up uh, a Twitter 
Um, just a daily affirmation to Vern. Yeah, it's called HubSpot, and you can just send tweets daily, like in advance. And uh, you mm-hmm. know, that's what I was doing to Vern. Uh, sure. Uh, the BG, the big guy. You know, poor guy. I mean, he I could know. not fit all the alcohol inside of his inside body. that body. Yeah. God yeah. damn it! If he didn't try, though, huh? <laughs> God he damn was it! If... Housed everywhere. I did see him a few times out, and every time <laughs> the gifts. Oh, yeah, of rocked. him <laughs> rocked that guy. Mm, yeah. Honey. Yeah. But anyways, R.I.P. 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 We've been touched. V.T. Um, R- R- very R- 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 touched. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. 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 We got a big show here. I'm gonna I'm gonna get into this uh, after the sponsors. This Kevin Hart thing because this is just. Mm. Oh, boy. This new Kevin Hart story is awful. Um, just awful. You know, he's no he's no angel. You he know what I mean? No he's angel. no angel. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you never know, but we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get into it. Let's let's get to the sponsors first, shall we? Ooh, wow. We're getting right into it. Yeah, cuz I want to I want to hop into oh, this. Oh, okay. Sometimes okay. we've been going um, you know, uh, 20, 30 minutes in on our shenanigans and not even, not even, uh, you know, acknowledging the people that make it happen. Yeah. That pay for this. Other this, than you guys. This beautiful audio show to be on the air. Now, first and <laughs> all foremost, all the pearls of wisdom and oh, all the, the useless joy information I give you, all the accents, all yeah. the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> All the good times. Go ahead. First Sorry. up, I'm talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. Jobless. I know. Um, BlackRifleCoffee.com is our chief sponsor. It is a premium roast to blend. Uh, no, it's not. That's, that's, I'm still not doing it right. It's a premium roast to order coffee is what it is. But I enjoy their blends. That's oh, what, yeah. There it is, Ross. There it is. There you go. That's what happens when you uh, start drinking spazritas in the middle of the afternoon. Limited to two only. They won't let you get more than two. You you find a way somehow, uh, huh? You always find you a way. You find a loophole at that place. Yeah, you find a way. Uh, there, <laughs> it's uh, Lazy Pirate and then uh, Baby Acapulcos is the other one that I've had a limit on drinks of. Sure. Um, on those purple margs in mm-hmm. Austin, Texas, and uh, it's twosies for each restaurant. Yeah, and that's always scary. Ah, scary, delightful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go to blackriflecoffee.com. Try their coffee of the month club. Uh, gets delivered to your house on the same dates of every single month, and it's delightful. It's about four dollars cheaper than Costco. And it's all veteran-owned. You're actually doing something good in the world, and the coffee's delicious. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com, uh, and their apparel is top-notch. They get a sale on hoodies. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be realsies. That lightweight hoodie, the blue one, is my, is my favorite hoodie I've ever had in my entire life. And I know that in particular is 30% off. Uh, but if you add that promo code, that one-time promo code of Revolution for 20% off, you can get that bitch for 50% off. Uh, so go there, sign up. Join. Live it, love it, laugh it. Uh, next up, we've got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Boom, 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 boom. Shablankers. Uh, Shablankers. Shablankers. I'm going to see them uh, May 12th at Fort Bragg. They're coming out to the live show for our sister show, Drinking Bros. Doing a live show there. Strikeforce is going to be there. Mr. Jack Mandeville, friend of the show uh, and frequent guest, is going to be there. Shirtless, 
for the entire evening. No other way. We won't have them any other way. No, you can't. Um, and uh, we'll be throwing out some street free strike force to the crowd. Some grape, some orange, some lemon, uh, some ridge uh, right into your bushes. Mm. Uh, man or woman, they're getting a strike force right to the bush. So get your hands ready, keep your eyes open, and your mouths agape, because you're going to get some strike force in there. You're going to get some right in your fucking mouth hole. Mm. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. They also have a subscription of the month club. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. That's good every time. And they ship everywhere in the entire world, which is the dope jam. Uh, big fan of Strike Force Energy. Next up, we've got StraightRazors.com. Ooh, that's a clean cut. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. You like it? <laughs> a lot of people are asking for Deb to do that promo on her own. <laughs> Only Deb yep. is talking about razors. How perfect! Can Can you do Deb doing a like a razor spot for straight razors? Oh hey guys, here uh, Deb here. Uh yes, I am a gal. <laughs> are you wondering? Don't want don't wonder any further. Yes, I do use a straight razor and no, I won't tell you where. Guys, <laughs> guys. Now this is <laughs> the best present for a man, a gentleman <laughs> of which I have Ooh, many. <laughs> so gross, right? You uh, you down to play a? a are you are you still gonna be in that co-ed league? <laughs> that co-ed softball league? Hey, Frank, you're, st- are, you're still playing, right? Frank, you're still playing, right? Because I need a center fielder, dude. We are we are short. <laughs> okay, and uh, he's starting to sound a little Dale-like, right? A little. He's starting. She's starting to go real masculine, like Dale. Yeah, it was like it, I I slipped into your character a oh, little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, I forgot, I forgot Dale. I like to bring Dale out in the, in the, uh, the fall, in the winter. Uh, you know who else likes Dale? Straightrazors.com. I put a little mustache wax there in. There you go. Get all fucking. Maybe Deb and Dale should up. go yeah. out on a date. Just huh? have a, a onesie twosies of it. You yeah, know? I'll wear some uh, culottes. Yeah, a little bit of rouge. I'll wear a, a pair of. Yeah, I'll put some rouge on. I'll put some paint on this bar. <laughs> Come on, Dale. Take a chance. <laughs> Take a chance on love. Take a chance on love. All right. But uh, for real, you are down for that game. It is. It's yeah. later. It's four thirty today. Yeah, yeah, so it's we're gonna need a hard hitter. <laughs> you know what else you're gonna need a hard hitter for? Straightrazors.com. That's a hard hitter for Father's Day. <laughs> Grab yourself. Oh, that's right. A man kit. And shave up. Dude, Father's Day is right around the corner. So if you're getting a, a nice Father's Day gift for your papa, um, your tengo un mamá y padre. for dad. Yep. Or tengo un mamá y padre. For um, your vaquero father. Yeah. Yeah. For your abuelos. Uh, <laughs> go to straightrazors.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off at straightrazors.com. Last but not least, we got the Caillou app. That's K A Y U. Uh, Facebook. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> it's over. End of, end of ad. End of days. <laughs> Um, I fucking hate Facebook. Sure. I'm glad apps like Caillou are popping up where you can just use like other shit to uh to talk to people. I wish everybody used something differently, you know? 
uh, besides Facebook. I, I'm going to tell you a story of why I like the Caillou app and, and the idea of this. Uh, like it combines travel, lodging, friendship, and all that other bullshit, and you get to rate humans. But the other thing is I ordered – I use Facebook for ads, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sometimes like we're promoting the book. Sure. So I, you know, I ordered some ads. You know, the next post I put up was like a picture of like me and Bobby Knight. It got 18 likes, and it said that it it had gone mm-hmm. out to uh, 480 people. Because you know how you get your own analytics yes. on your page. And I was like, man, that's weird because there's like 20,000 followers on that page. But uh, you're deciding not to send that out to anyone. I think once you start with the advertising, Facebook, it just kicks in. They're like, fuck you. You're paying for everything now. So so at the bottom of that picture said, would you like to boost your picture? It's like, motherfucker, why would I want to boost my personal Mm -hmm. picture? Like a photo of myself. Like, fuck off, dude. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Crazy. Um, so uh, look, go to Caillou, figure it out. It's free on, uh, iPhones, Androids, all of that shit and, um, get wet with it. They're, they're sponsoring the live show in uh, Fort Bragg. So come on down May 12th. If you're in the area and want to rock for those about to rock. <laughs> um, we got a, we got a big show. I want to start off with a disappointing story. I teased it at the top about Kevin Hart and, We've, we've talked about th- this uh, in particular story a few months ago, but now the uh, the real particulars of the story are coming to light, and it's fucked. It is so fucked. So what happened when Kevin Hart came out and had to kind of admit to the world that he'd been cheating on his, his wife, mm-hmm. new wife? Yes. Again. Pregnant new wife. Yes. Um. Great guy, that Kevin. Huh? Go ahead. Carry on. What was the terrible thing that happened to him? Um, yeah. <laughs> carry on. Here's, here's what happened. Um, there was an extortion plot against him mm-hmm. with a sex tape that was not shot by him nor the woman involved in the tape. So I thought when I immediately read this story, I thought for sure it was the woman. I was like, she, yeah. this chick shot it or her friend shot it and they're trying to extort Kevin Hart for she money. She looked like, like the type. Yes. And um, I, I was totally wrong. Uh, Kevin Hart drops an apology to the world, goes on Instagram, Twitter, all of his social media outlets, d- does his fucking thing, says, I'm sorry and I'm a piece of shit human, does a, a stand-up tour called Irresponsible Tour, sure. raking in a gajillion mm-hmm. dollars off mm-hmm. of that, retelling the story of how he cheated on his wife and all this sure. shit. Um, just making even more money than he's already making. Yeah. And I, it turns out that the guy extorting him, uh, he called the FBI and it turns out the guy extorting him, they found out yesterday, was one of his best friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy's name is uh, JT Action Jackson. They call him Action Jackson. Okay. Why do I know that? I hired him. He was in two of my films. and. Okay. I know him personally. I've known him since, boy, this is dating back to like 07, 08. Um, He's one of Kevin's best friends where I used to be until whatever the fuck this was happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were obviously close enough that he was in the hotel room with this, him and this chick uh, six months back. Yeah, he filmed it and then took the footage, went through a lawyer and tried to, to, Sue him like anonymously. Not sue him, but offer him the the rights of the tape back for 
millions of dollars. Um, Kevin Hart was like, fuck this. I'm not going to be extorted. Called the FBI. FBI does his thing and they find out one of his, it's, it's one of his best friends. And he came out today and was just like, I can't believe this. I'm in Kevin utter shock out. and dis- yes. disbelief. Yeah. Here's why I'm in shock and disbelief over this. When I hired him in, uh, again, 07, 08, he, he was killing the game. I mean, he was, uh, he was in those Captain and Coke commercials. You know, uh, he was the, 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 the Coke Which guy. Which sounds weird to say that he was killing the game, but if it's national commercial, you make... I, I, so I, much money and he, especially if you're in a couple of them he like, personally told me at the time like you know yearly he was making about four hundred thousand dollars off of these and he was a he's a very smart guy i like i i enjoyed working with him very so much that i hired him twice but right. uh, um i enjoyed working with him so much that um i was like man what a great fucking cool fascinating guy and um and then I've seen him in a million commercials after that, and then TV shows and other shit. And I'm like, fucking a, he's in so many commercials that if you just Google him, his name, uh, and look at his face, you'd be like, oh fuck, I've seen that guy in like nine million commercials. Yeah, you like recognize him from everything. Yeah, and your buddies with Kevin Hart, and let's face it, like um, Kevin Hart is picking up the tab everywhere you go, anyways. Sure. So what? What kind of person sues their best friend for millions of dollars? And like, what's the, I always, I always wonder like, what's your end game? Like, what do you think your future is going to look like if you, let's just say you get away with it. He doesn't know it's you. He just pays it off. Right. Never finds out. You what? Your, your best friend all the sudden, all of a sudden has $4 million or whatever. And you, and Oof. you know, you just bone out. You're going to have to leave the country. I guess. Or, uh, you know, cause people are going to find out this guy that you used to hang out with. Maybe not. Cause it's one of those circumstances where what's Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart can't take it public that he's, he paid somebody off for a sex tape. Um, Trump is going through that now. Shit. Yeah. But I'm saying his friends, like you'd find out somewhere through the grapevine, but then, that your friend all of a sudden is a millionaire. Yeah. Your friend could walk away out of nowhere, that, but, but JT could have walked away and then lived his life somewhere else or whatever. Like obviously the friendship didn't mean that much if he was trying to do that to his buddy. Obviously. Here's the fascinating turn in this is he got arrested yesterday. And he's he's uh, on a hundred thousand dollar bail. I don't know if he paid that or not. Um, usually, it's what you have to pay ten percent. Mm-hmm. So uh, look, it's only ten grand. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But I know Kevin Hart's circle of friends are very, very close. Right. This has got to be a shocking wake up call of like, oh fuck, man. Yeah, like you have to be scared of you know everyone around you. Ugh. Which is how, and you know, stars like celebrities, they talk about shit like this and you're like, oh, shut up. Like you asked for this, like stop complaining about being so famous and so rich. But like, really, this is the kind of thing that can happen. And you start to slowly like distrust, distrust to the point where you don't have anyone around you. You're scared of anyone coming up to you. You, you like are labeled as this like asshole weird recluse person right yeah yeah. which i don't think is going to happen to him but you'll definitely like not really have people around you all the time the way that he has i guess man i mean he's got a you know i would say he's got a team of probably six to eight that are always with him 
uh, doing shit from city to city. And he's got to look, he's got a huge production company. They're constantly rewriting scripts and things like that. Uh, he's got a team of writers and, um, man, for that, for one of your best friends to do that to you, that is fucked. And again, I know this guy personally and your read on him. And I is still that can't believe it. My, my fucking parents met him and yeah, he was the, the, one of the nicest guys on the planet. I guess here's another like theory is like, if you're hanging out with Kevin Hart all the time, right? You may, you don't have that much money, but well, you have some, you're not on Kevin Hart's level. You're not on Kevin Hart's level. You go without, you go out with him all the time. He's picking up the tab. He's paying for whatever it's on his terms, on his dime, blah, blah, blah. At some point it may get kind of like, fucking Hey dude, like, right. you know what I mean? Why? Or I was thinking he had seen him pay off someone a couple times and just Maybe. been like this motherfucker who's not even your friend is getting a couple million dollars from you and boom bye like i i have a hard time though believing that if you weren't a best friend like if you were if you were best friends with kevin hart and you needed money or help you could ask him and say hey man i really need this help and here's why and i'm kevin hart's worth so much fucking money i'm sure he would help you like i'm sure he would throw you a couple million because he doesn't, he doesn't keep that big of a, a of a close knit circle. So it's like, I, you know, I wouldn't have a problem with it. So I don't know. It's uh, shitty. It's it's totally fucking shitty. Um, that it all did, feels weird. Even like the you know that the, he did that to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Kevin. Look, a person makes bad decisions on their own in their life. Fine. Uh, but it's usually not your best friends that are fucking outing you over shit. Well, he may have made the decision on his own and the guy was there and he just made that decision at the time too. Like, I guess, are you, do you think that he set the whole thing up as far as like having the girl come there and like seduce him and like, again, that's a possibility. I don't know if Kevin Hart needs any nudging no, in that no, direction. No. It was just a thing of like, I'm here, I'm filming it. Yeah. And then you, you know, crossed me or you were a dick to me or whatever. And here we go. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. But I mean, it's, it's sad when, you know, friends like that, when things like that happen between friends, cause you're like, fuck for reals. What no. is your end game? <sighs> what is it? What, like, what, what are you hoping to accomplish with that? I it just, it makes no sense to There's me. There's something emasculating too about like, even that George Clooney dinner. Yeah. Remember when he gave his friends yeah, a million? Yeah, yeah. We, we did a show on it. I know, but it's just, there's something about that that feels very like, oof. I don't, I, I don't think so, man. No. I, look, those guys have been friends for Clooney and those guys. Okay. I, I can personally tell you they've probably been friends for. And I think the idea with 30 fucking years, maybe longer. Yeah. And I think George Clooney was like, I've stayed on your couch. You've helped me, blah, blah, blah. Like he also used not- to do these trips every summer with them mm-hmm. where they would rent an RV, like to keep their friendship alive. And this is fucking awesome. Um, they would they would rent an RV and drive like cross country and do a bunch of fucked up shit every every summer and they did it for like 10, 12 years until people got caught up in kids and and other stuff. But sure, like bullshit like that. Yeah, exactly. Fucking life ruiners like yeah. fucking kids, marriage. <laughs> Jesus, tell me about it, dude. So I'm feeling it. He was uh, he was doing that for a long time. So like ah, what Clooney did, I think is fucking dope. Um, it is dope i guess i just and I, I have a hard time believing that kevin hart probably hasn't done the same thing for his friends true uh i just uh i don't understand it um 
But True. what are you going to do? Mm. What are you going to do now? You know? Maybe huh? try and not cheat on your wife or do stuff that you can be extorted for. Whatevs, whatevs, whatevs. You yeah. know, it's whatever. It's whatever uh, you feel. Homeboy's in jail right now, so. Sure. Um, ugh, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I want to talk about uh, the new Christina Aguilera song that dropped today. Why? <sighs> <laughs> Kanye produced it. Okay. Uh, it's a very Kanye-esque beat. Sure. And I dig that that element of it. However... She sounds like she's from Africa on it. Like it sounds like a very African, uh, like a tribal type of song. Ah, all right. And it doesn't fit Christina Aguilera whatsoever. Why? She's black. No, no, she's not. Oh, she's, she's no, not? No, 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 no. Nowhere oh, near Oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay. I'm going to take this a step further. Sure. Um, the guest uh, vocal on it is 2 chains. So that was a little strange for me as well. Okay, Christina. Why can't she just sing and be like an awesome singer? Like it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. Just be an awesome fucking singer that you are and just Adele it every single time. Sure, you like can this do weird it. Yeah. shit. And uh the they drop the music video at the same time. She's got what appears to be liquid wax being poured down her face and body. And then she's constantly given the old, uh, uh, I want to lick your pussy symbol where you're just, you oh. know, tongue through the index and middle finger. Okay. Super strange video. Doesn't fit the song whatsoever. I can't figure out for the life of me what the fuck she is doing. Well, you know, we hate when people go off brand. <laughs> Do not try something new. Do not take a different path. <laughs> I want you to do the same thing you've always done, it's please. It's not that, but do you not step back and hear it and be like, yeah, fuck. Well, there's so many people involved, right? That like if Kanye is telling you it's cool and this person, this person, you're like, uh, okay. No, you, you've got to call Kanye to produce your shit. It's not like he's actively seeking out artists. Sure, but you've called him, and now you're on that train. Yeah, but you know, you write the music around it, like the lyrics and all that shit, and uh, it's just a, it's just a weird fucking track. And you can see now in today's day and age of uh, you know Twitter and shits, and and especially with Apple Music, because uh, they update those charts every fucking you know five minutes or 10 minutes or whatever it is you can see if things are doing well if they're bombing and if they're just not registering with the public right that this christina thing like barely was a blip on twitter didn't register on apple and uh you know just probably kind of be tossed and that'd be the end of it and it's shocking somebody with that much talent you're yeah. just like fuck man she should have like a really long career of just crushing album after album after album i think so or like you know like that that collab she sought out with um big world that like oh yeah yeah, yeah. Say yes something and uh killed it with that crushed it and just kind of lended her voice to like an amazing song that like rocketed that song to top of the charts right right she could do a lot of that kind of shit. Well, like find. I, I, so I went through it, and because she released her album tracks, she's doing a song with Demi Lovato, okay. which I, is strange to me because Demi Lovato, her hero is Christina Aguilera. Right. I feel as if Demi Lovato's music now is overtaking Christina. Like Demi Lovato is doing now what Christina Aguilera used to do, where she just drop 
massive fucking bangers and right. then just and walk just away like, where you're just you, like yeah yeah, yeah. And, and these going world tours and shit like this and uh um i wonder what that's like you know like um i think i think christina considers herself a diva if you will where they're like the old school everything comes from them everything is derived from what they've done uh, very mariah right like i don't actually have to come out with new music I've already secured my place in the diva world. Yeah. I wonder what that that competition is like if you're in the same booth. Uh, I heard a stripped down version of just vocals of uh, Queen and David Bowie singing Under Pressure. Okay. Uh, so it was Freddie Mercury and David Bowie singing uh-huh. Under Pressure. Go on YouTube and find it. Mm-hmm. One, it... it well, it is a testament of what true talent actually is because you get to hear these guys raw vocals into the microphone. Nothing no, touched, nothing auto-tuned, nothing weird. No music. Yeah, yeah no so music. So it's just their vocals and their their isolated vocals only. And you're like, holy fucking shit. And when I saw that clip, um, there was an article that, that was attached to it that just said at the time they were just in heavy competition and then they were doing the song together. They had some sort of David Bowie and Freddie mm-hmm. Mercury. They had some sort of falling out, but ha- had agreed to do this song. And they said that Freddie walked in and just was like, I'm going to fucking blow this guy's doors off. Right. And, and I, look, I love fucking Bowie. Um, I love Freddie Mercury. When I heard this isolated vocals, there was no doubt in my mind who the better singer was. And that was, sure. that was Freddie Mercury. Sure. Um, Back I, in the day you had to be good. Yeah, but I will say this with Christina Aguilera and Demi Lovato, both are great singers. I wonder if there was competition who got the best of who in that. And uh, that track, I'll be curious to see. Um, Yeah. But the rest of it, if the rest of her album is going that direction. (laughs) Her African, her appropriation. Oh, God. You might as well pull down your pants. Take a big old shit. (sighs) Sure. Uh. And I hear you, dude. <laughs> people people were shocked by the way when I named that last episode. What did you name it? Uh don't don't appropriate my culture honky. Okay. And, uh, people were like, yo, you really went for the jugular in that one. And I'm like, man, I, I it's because I don't care. Like I'm tired right. of, of all of this shit. And <laughs> yeah. I just don't fucking care anymore. Yeah. I don't. I don't. No. No, um, and you haven't seen the Dozel, the Dozel doc. doc. I haven't. Okay, I haven't because you watch things without me now. So listen, I, I have not seen. Bu- is we're busy, man. We're busy. We're busy, man. We're um, not together a lot. I know. I'm always on the road. If, if we were f- more famous and people like, and we were ever in like a People magazine, they would be. There would be many divorce rumors. Right, because I'm on the road. Because we're always in different places. Yeah, and he's uh, never home. Yep. yep. <laughs> yep. He's yep. just fucking out there with his big dumb dick. Sure. Walking around just, the world. Just walking around, smacking it, slapping it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, James. You're something special today. Am I really? Yeah, you are. I know what that means. It heated up. It heated up outside. Um, You've got a (laughs) beautiful, beautiful tan. You You want to tell to the audience? You want to talk about that at all to the audience? Because we've bitched all winter. I know. 
about how cold it is. I haven't been in the sun for 20 years. No, for a couple months, it seems like, right? Yeah, Not yeah. just like or sat in the sun or, eh, 20 or 20 years. And so the, it was a beautiful day yesterday, huh? Yep. Record, record temps. Uh, no, it wasn't, was it? Was well, it? whatever. It was like 70, it had record for what it, it has like been. So it was like 78 at the beach, which is perfect. I laid out down there. Yeah. Yeah, you did. <laughs> no loche. <laughs> Sam's loche. Yeah. Um, because I just thought, oh, I got to get color. You know what I mean? I don't even want an SPF barrier. Sure. Because I need to get a little bit of color. And what happened? <laughs> what happened was... I have I'm completely beat red, but I have really weird tan line situation. Yeah. So it looks like I'm wearing white shorts. Looks like you're wearing track shorts. It looks really like I'm wearing short, short track shorts. It looks like I'm wearing really short white yep. track shorts. No, that's my skin. It's not white shorts. All right. And then like a weird square. Yeah, <laughs> square type bra because I didn't know what was gonna happen up there. You know, I just wanted a little color. A square type bra. Where does one even know where it's like my like tank that? top is like was like a deep V. Yeah. But then my bra was like a strapless across. Okay. So it's like a. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I love a deep V. <sighs> you might. You, you, you do. You, you know, uh, it's uh, me and Sylvester Stallone, the ones that love deep Vs. Yeah. We do. You just try and out do, do the deeper V. Who has the deeper V? <laughs> hey, hey, I got, I got a real deep V. Mm-hmm. I got a real deep V. That's uh, <laughs> I, I, got, I got a real deep That's V. Good. That's a good Stallone. I know, I'm, I'm very proud of my Stallone. Um, I'm proud of my Stallone. But you got some color. You got uh, you got real red. I got real red. Um, and you, you know, have that weird kind of uh, like almost Mexican skin where. Your sunburn just went away after like a half a day. And I'm like, what the fuck? Right. Someone like me will stay burned for a good four to five days. Sure. You're super um, Aryan. Yeah. Very European. Thank white, you. white, 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 white. No, no dash of color in that, no, in that lineage. No, no. I got a, I, I've I get got a, a couple. I got a, an okay tan if I'm out there for a while. Sure. Um, if, I, if I'm out there on the beach for if a few you're days. you're out there and you, and you put on the, the SPF. So that it gets tan like through. You no, need I, I, an SPF. I go no SPF for like a good 45 and then mm, I go you throw uh, it on, sure. a little, a little, uh, a little loche afterwards. Right. Yeah. But I've got a couple pops of color in my lineage. A couple poops. A couple, uh, couple of poops. some pepper in that, in that salt. So yeah. I'm, I'm good with that except for the first burn. You know, it's the first burn of the season. You guys, you yeah. guys got it. You know, you don't know. It's like you have uh, no idea what's going on. It's like drinking after being pregnant, you know. Yeah, yeah, it is. You don't know what the limit is, what the danger zone is. There is, and it's a pretty shallow. It's a shallow pool. You bet. <laughs> you bet it is. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. I what saw. A- I saw that Bill Cosby and Roman Polanski is, have been expelled from the uh, the Academy Awards. The you know I'd like to think the Academy. Why was Roman Polanski still on there after 35 years? He's got a lot of supporters in the community. That's fucked me. It is. Um, That all these years he's been on it? I didn't even know that. Because they don't really talk about who's a member of the Academy. 
yeah. at all. They've recently, it, it used to be a small number, around 2,000. Uh, they claim that, that the awards were getting out of touch for many, many years, much like the Grammys. Mm-hmm. So they expanded it and started inviting other people in. So like Danny Trejo is a member of the Academy now. Okay, perfect. Um, which is rad. Um, and hilarious, it, but yeah. Really funny. Sure. But how are Bill Cosby and Roman Polanski still on that? Like you're, that Cosby, that first trial was a year ago. Like, yeah. We know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back then. Polanski was 35 years ago. Way to keep up with the times, Hollywood. Polanski has really flown under the radar, hasn't he? Yeah. And like a lot <laughs> for, of people have worked with years. him. Yeah. So it's it's strange. Like people continued to work with him. Same way with uh, Woody Allen, where it's. I know. I think it that's finally done, though, right? What, what do you mean? Woody Allen. Like. Oh, oh him. Yeah, yeah, making things. I think people he, being like cool with him being such a crazy. You know, they're they've got uh, they've got this show coming out on Amazon that he did, and I don't know what they're going to do with that because they've spent a gajillion dollars on it. So it's not like they're going to shelve it. I think people are going to stop working with him altogether. But uh, I don't know what that guy's going to do because all he did Allen. was make a movie every year. Mm-hmm. Like he's made a movie every single year. So much so, there was a there was a fucking course. I, f- I forget. I mean, it was either NYU or Ohio State where it was just like Woody Allen movies. And you're like, how oh, many, yeah, how dissecting many, them. Yeah. yeah. How many yeah. of those are there? And then you're like, oh, there's fucking 90. Yeah. And they're all very, well, they used to be very different, varied, like. Yeah, I, I can. They're all kind of the same now, but. I Yeah, I can, I can count how many I like, you know, maybe three. I'm but would a, you say that like as an actor, it was kind of for everyone for everyone it was sort of a bucket list thing of like dude i want to be in a if you're if you get the call because it's a very unconventional audition process correct yes it's something weird but i don't know it because i've never um even gotten remotely close to even ever ever gonna do that and now (laughs) i never will but it's always been a thing of like if you get the call it's like holy shit yeah you made it yeah Woody uh, Allen has seen you in something, something. Absolutely. And if you do a Woody Allen movie, it's a big deal. So is that going to change? Or there's still yes. people that will be like, yeah, but it's a Woody I Allen think all, movie. I know. I think all that shit is done, man. Yeah, it has to be. I think all of that shit is done. It has to be. The, you know, the, what was it? The Avengers fucking Infinity Wars or whatever the goddamn fuck they're calling it mm-hmm. uh, with 10,000 superheroes broke the record over the weekend, $250 million box office, two, 257 you're only going to see more of that. Um, that's 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 going to be the new norm, um, and uh, it's it's gonna it's gonna get fucking worse because um, you, you've got like Deadpool coming out and you know the next Deadpool and all this Ooh, other shit, and it's just like forget it. I'm done. I'm done with the fucking. Su- I like. Can we move the fuck on with our lives? <laughs> I don't think so, friend. No, and my my parents. I think so my, it's just gonna keep going. My dad loves this shit. Like he, oh, lo- he does. He loves it. So the like oh. the opening weekend, and my parents are diehard moviegoers. They go every, which is great. My mom and my stepdad. They go every single weekend. Um, it is great, and they see everything. They see every single movie that is out. It's just they they love, and they always have my entire life. They always, they just love to go to the movies. My dad, however, loves those goddamn Avengers superhero movies. And your mom has He'll go to deal opening with weekend. It. Yeah, so uh, they went. It was uh, uh, you know his birthday this past week or whatever, and uh, and he goes. I, I first thing I asked him I was like, "Did you guys go see that that Avengers movie?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, you know, I had to see it." And I was like, 
how was it? Mm-hmm. And he goes, ah, it was long. I was like, huh? Okay. <laughs> how long was it? And he goes, two hours and 40 minutes. <gasps> and I was like, Whoa. no. Yeah. And I was like, personal nightmare. So I said, I said, what? And he goes, he goes, yeah. He goes, uh, you know, I, I, I saw it on the ticket before we walked in and I thought it was a misprint. You know, well, why would a superhero movie be two hours and 40 minutes? Mm-mm. And I asked him his opinion because, again, they go to the movies all the time. Like uh, they hold their opinions hold a little more weight to me where it's like they've seen everything so they can compare it to compare shit. It, yeah. And I said, what's the what was the 244? What was that 240 runtime for? And he said there were so many fucking superheroes in the movie that you essentially had to tell the audience a bit of a backstory about each For one of them. For every one of them. Yeah. Oh, and I was gold. like, oh, God, that, that sounds awful to me. Awful. Personal uh, nightmare. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, one of the characters they left open that could be a man or a woman and all kinds of shit. We were just like, fucking A, guys. What are we doing, man? Sure. What are we doing anymore? Mm-hmm. And and now that this is broke, you know, 257 is such a massive number. I think the final total after opening weekend worldwide was $680 million. So after seeing that, I mean, forget it. You're going to have nine, $9 million more of those fucking things. What is the point of making any other movies? At that point, what, what would you have? I mean... I don't There's know. There's no point. It's not going to make any money. No one's going to see it. Well, that's What's not the but point. That's now? not true. Like you take a quiet place, fucking oh, boom, true. blew up. True, um, true, true. There's been a few movies that have broken out that aren't superhero movies at all this year that have done really well. But you know, you're looking at all the the, the shit that's coming out, and you're just like motherfucker. Um, the other one that they played the trailer for in front of that was uh, Ocean's Eight. Oh yes. So finally got to to take a, a bigger look at that movie. That's with all, the all gal. Yeah. The all gal yeah. cast. The all female cast. Sure, of, sure, sure, of sure, 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 Ocean's sure, sure, Eleven. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, if people go see that thing, forget it. Just <laughs> fucking lose my number. Kill me now. Kill Every me now. Yeah, and kill me now. Lose my number and sure. uh, shave yourself. Right. Because I don't. I don't need to see you with hair anymore. Yep. Just, don't come to me unshorn. <laughs> if you're going to come at it. me, yeah. yeah. Don't come to me unshorn. Don't come to me unshorn if, if, if you see that movie. If you're going to tell me there's, that you went to go see that movie. There's many layers to what you're saying. <laughs> you better tell me shaved. All right? You better tell me shaved. That's all I have to say to you. Mm-hmm. You better be shorn. <laughs> you better be fucking <laughs> Shorn. I think that that might be the title of this episode. Are you? By the way. Sh- yeah. Are you shorn? You like it? Are you shorn? You're absolutely shorn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> are you? Are you shorn? We're we're on the same level on this. <laughs> you shorn? You saw Ocean's Eight. Yeah. You shorn. <laughs> you want to? You want to talk about the Kanye sitch? We could. Oh boy, you seem you seem a little ginger about it. No, I mean. I feel like we, what, what, yeah. The the, the TMZ? The TMZ. I don't think it was that crazy. I I don't either. I think it was quite coherent. I think it made a lot of sense. Everyone is calling him crazy. I know. And I I feel like he, he, at least in these interviews to me, 
that he finally got his meds right, it looks like to me. He feels very, I mean, there there were stuff like even the one with like Sway back in the day where he like seems off his rocker. He's not saying yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. I like Trump or slavery is a, a choice, but he's definitely like his mannerisms yeah. and the way that he's like getting crazy and like going off the handle. It now he seems very much like he's he'll sit and listen, like he'll let you talk. Yeah. He listens to your side. Then he says his seems very like calm. Like I said, this thing of like it was everywhere, almost like a CNN post of like off his meds, off his rocker needs to be, you know, put away. And you're kind of like, who's saying that? All the liberals. Right. John Legend started this. Yeah. Right. John Legend is like outraged. And so I keep trying to look for these clips of like the part where he's crazy. Yeah. Keep trying to look for him. And I couldn't find it. Yeah. I, I mean, and whereas team. back in the day, you could find a million crazy oh, clips. Exactly. And that's what you can find. Yeah. So now this thing of like, whatever, um, I completely understood what he was saying because I wasn't personally triggered by any individual word. Right. I just was able to hear what he was saying from beginning to end and like really hear it. Yeah. So I think for once, because you know, I'm, I'm down, I'm, I'm with Kanye being crazy and I've always said it and I'm always just like, Ugh, sure. So annoying. So I'm the one that should be like, yep, there he goes again. Right, right, right. And I'm definitely like, I really was on board. Yeah. Cause he, he made a comment about, you know, slavery is a choice and that got people up in arms. Um, I think it was taken out of context where, you know, I, I, I think what he was virtually trying to say is uh, we have to stop living in that slave mentality mm-hmm. that we, we were slaves, mm-hmm. you know, years ago and all of this shit and move on with our lives and try to. If you feel that you're less than you will be less than. Yes. If you feel that, you know, I think that's what he was saying. But yeah, same here. And yeah. like, I, you know, when I saw it, like because I, I, I saw the quote, I saw it splash mm-hmm. across every television without seeing the actual interview on TMZ. Yes. Then I went back and watched the actual interview on TMZ and I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. All right, cool. And there was a black guy who stood up and was like, Kanye, I think you're wrong and blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, you could tell that guy still harbored some feelings of like resentment of like, no, it's important to know that we were still slaves. And it was just mm-hmm. like, eh, times have changed. Like, sure. And it is important to know that, but it shouldn't be off limits to have any other conversation. No, and, and I and I think um, especially today, like everything again wants to everybody wants to choose a side and blow things out of proportion. Mm-hmm. That it's like people won't even listen to new ideas anymore oh, no. and try to and understand them or have a conversation or a dialogue about them. The his new song "Yay Versus the People" uh, came out last night, where he was Kanye was taking the side of Trump. T.I. was taking the side of Democrats and and they were having a debate back and forth. It's a very thoughtful song um, and, and it's very open as to what both sides are probably encountering. And that's the first time anybody's ever tried to even attempt to do anything like that, not only in hip hop, but just like I, as a black person in general, mm-hmm. I, I would say maybe besides Candace Owens, uh, who ironically Kanye called out the other day and said, I think we need more minds like her who were mm-hmm. uh, who were speaking for us in, in today's world. Um, but uh, I, me personally, I commend him for doing it. Um, I don't know what the reaction is going to be when all of his albums start coming out or fan base or any of that stuff. But if it doesn't start with with one person, 
trying to step out and and have a different like open mind of thought, then it's just going to be this back and forth. He said, she said shit. And the media wants us to hate each other anyways, where I, I've said this before on the show. I don't feel that there's that much hatred between races or people out in the streets. Like I, I travel a lot around the country. I don't encounter it hardly at all. Mm-hmm. And um, in shitty areas and nice areas, like I, I find for the most part, 90 Eight ninety nine percent of the time, people of all races are pretty nice and, and polite to each other. Like, sure. I don't find a lot of friction or uh, you know nasty looks for no reason that often. Um, and I find when you do, most of those people are just assholes, anyways. And it probably has nothing to do with your race or whatever. Like, they're mm-hmm. just they would have done that anyways. Um, so I, I think somebody like like a, as big as Kanye coming out and talking about it and opening it up, like. I think it's great. It just depends on whether or not the conversation will continue amongst people um, or or if the media will let that continue because I don't think they will. The media would rather have us hate each other, push Democrats against Republicans, push races against each other, mm-hmm. um, pick apart every thing you like or say or do and then blow up isolated incidents to make it seem like it's happening every day all over the world. Right. Like, do you know what I mean? Like when in fact it's not. Yeah. And, and in fact, like these videos that you see of people, you know, um, on their phone, like videoing some racist at a blah, blah, blah. Right. It's like such an isolated incident thing. But when they, it keeps getting posted and keeps getting thing, it makes you feel like it's happening all over all the time. Um, and I think that's with everything, but I mean, I don't feel super comfortable talking about it only cause I'm not black and i don't actually know like what that's like day to day 100%. but as far as like encountering racists and people that like hate black people like it's been I, it's been a really long time like maybe since i'm like 15 that i've actually do you know what i mean yeah. that i've actually like been like oh shit like that person is like an ignorant fuck that like hates black people right yeah and you take you take t- something like that happened in charlottesville mm-hmm. uh with the fucking guys and the tiki torches and shit uh, it was. They said it was about 200 total. Mm-hmm. And the media blew it up as if it was thousands upon thousands of these white supremacists taking the streets and trying to take back the thing. It was about 200 fucking people. Um, mm. and, and look, out of 330 million people in America, mm. a couple hundred getting together is pretty goddamn rare. Um, and those guys are fucking assholes. N- nobody's debating that whatsoever. Yeah, and I guess I, I didn't even talk to... I've still yet to talk to someone that was like, yep... That was, you know, that was awesome what they did. You know what I mean? Like, not I'm one just person. not encountering it. And not maybe even it's... behind closed doors. Like, as a, as a white person sure. at another dinner, I've never heard, you know, amongst just all white people, somebody burst out like, holy shit, they fucking did the right thing, didn't they? Not yeah. once. No, nobody's ever said that. And we're not just sitting here, like, in our group of friends. Like, you do live shows. You're traveling all Man, the time. I'm, I'm you're with talking a lot to of a people, lot of people all the time. All the time, yeah. And you know really rare and right wing a lot of them are so it's like and you're like i don't think you have you still haven't encountered someone that was like yep no fuck those black people or whatever like still so i i i I haven't personally uh and and again that's not to say that it doesn't go on but i I think the media will blow it up to the point where it's just like dude it makes a better narrative for them uh Whereas truthfully, I mean, fuck, if there was more great stories in the world, like 
this guy, the, those, those black guys that get harassed at Starbucks, mm-hmm. um, uh, they settled with Starbucks for $1 and just said, hey, why don't you give a couple hundred grand to this young entrepreneurs program in Philadelphia? And it's just like, it's amazing. we need more stories, like positive stories like that in the public. Um, yeah. And there's a ton of them going on. They're just never, ever portrayed or never like, uh, I guess they don't get enough clicks or enough, you know. Yeah. shit for their advertisers that they don't put enough positive stories in the media oh, positive stories will be like you kind of read it you don't even read the whole thing and you pass on through so that's the problem some people do i mean look fuck ellen's out there having a one goddamn person crusade of you know yeah any little kid that goes viral boom let's give him let's give him a couple hundred thousand dollars and put him from college. shutterfly yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> sponsored by shutterfly yeah and but the other thing with kanye i will say is that again when you're triggered by certain words you will not be able to hear anyone's point of view so like as soon as he said trump Boom. It was like, oh, they didn't they were so outraged they didn't even hear the rest of what he said. As soon as he said slavery. Yeah. It's like, oh, you don't even hear the rest. It's almost like a crowd like uproaring and you can't hear the rest of the statement. So yeah. if you if you d- just don't allow, you know, and, but that's and, what and, it is. And the other thing that he keeps talking about is his imprisonments of either, you know, your mental imprisonment or or your environmental imprisonment of mm-hmm. what you are putting yourself through unnecessarily. I hadn't given that too much thought until you flipped on that Flint documentary. Flint Town, yeah. Yeah, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I I I I had given it a go, but I guess I thought it was actors at first because it was Yeah. Uh, and I'll just give the beginning away because it's the first like 10 seconds. Right. It's a dead body on the ground. I was like, ah, I can't be real. And it's just like a kid's hand and a mom crying. Yeah. And I I leaned over to you and I was like, I don't want to watch this as actors. Like, I want to watch a documentary. And you're like, it is a documentary. I was like, why would they show that dead kid? And they were like, well, because they can't show a dead kid. Turned out at the the end of it. Yes. He was fucking dead. They straight up show like almost his face. But yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, my biggest comment to you watching that was I, I don't understand and that's a to me it's partially a form of imprisonment on your own behalf mm-hmm. of why you would choose to live there right. over and over while, while all this shit is going on mm-hmm. they clearly state at the top of the documentary that you know the town has a hundred thousand people in it there's 98 police officers 98 mm-hmm. so and they said it there's so much crime that they're just going S- at by, any, at by, any- like a ups man going just mm-hmm. address to address to address. They're like, there is no real like scope in the streets or hanging out in the community because you don't have time for it. You're right. just going to all of these calls, all of its bad shit. That one call where the lady was 27 minutes, uh, 27 hours late yeah, to a, a breaking and entering yeah. call. Yep. So she like rolls up to the guy's house. Hey, did you call yesterday? He's like, fucking hey, dude. And he had what, 27 yeah, stitches in his face? Yeah, he had slice in his face. Like that he, he's like, I just took myself to the hospital. Thanks so much. Yeah. And, and I just, my biggest thing when watching that is like, I had a hard time feeling bad for the people mm-hmm. there because I don't understand why you're still living there. Um, unless you own a house there and you can't get rid of the house, you can't sell it or whatever. If you own, then that's really hard, right? Cause it's just like, it's we hard know to get rid of like, a house. Yeah. And how, like can't get from out underneath a mortgage, like mortgage, getting another loan, like selling it, like all, all of it. Cause who's going to buy a house in Flint, Michigan. If you're renting, you don't. Yeah. 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 Get out. So you can just get the fuck out of there. I couldn't 
all that kept going through my mind as I watched that entire thing was Mm -hmm. I looked at the police officers. Yeah. They're all complaining too. They could leave work somewhere else, but go ahead. Yeah. So so I was like, all right, I don't understand. Just leave. Don't put yourself through that. Jesus Christ. Like (laughs) I I watched that thing just rooting for these police officers to just stay alive. Cause after seeing the dead kid, I was just like, fuck me. Something's going to, something's going to shake out. We're only a couple episodes in. Um, but I was just rooting for the police officers to stay alive. Um, cause I don't, if you, if you know what kind of fucking harm is going down in these neighborhoods, why are you putting yourself in, in harm's way? Mm-hmm. You already, they don't, uh, they don't pay police officers enough anyways. Um, and they treat them like shit. And the reason right. why we're laughing right now is no, in the, yes, you are. And, Cause in the opening episode, there was the most fucked up cut I have ever seen edits. I'm also in a, laughing at something else, but yeah. In a movie that I had ever oh, seen where the, the chief of police mm-hmm. who not only you chief of police of Flint and which is an awful job oh. to begin with, but then you're trying to keep your job there. Um, and they're showing him dancing and stuff like at, this, at the Christmas party, the Christmas guys, so party, it was the Christmas party going of hard. Every, yeah. Of the whole, like every police officer, FBI, like detectives and the mayor, right. Or yeah, who was it? it, it uh, someone. Yeah. The mayor, whatever that like came Yeah, and you know, he's just cutting a rug and he, the cuts are like, he will not get off the dance floor. No, he's sweating and he looks like he's having the night of his Ooh. life. Uh, he's the he's the chief of police for Flint, Michigan. Uh-huh. Let him enjoy one night. We family. Hard cut. Chief Wiggins was fired or whatever the <laughs> yeah, guy's name yeah. was. And you're just it was like, such a what? brutal cut, you guys. What? <laughs> like, I just watched the guy having the time oh. of his fucking life. And then boom, oh. he's fired in this like two second cut. And I was like, oh, my God. Like uh, the other thing was so they somehow got some kind of funding to. Um, hire four po- new police officers. Yes. Oh boy, <laughs> you're a terrible human for this. But this needs to be talked about, James. They get funding to hire four for, new. This is huge, though. Yes. Any like it is any help to me? I'm like gets you get you some Arnold Schwarzeneggers yep. or whatever. You know what I mean? Like some Terry Crews. Get, get some, some roided out motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Get you four of the best of the best. Yeah. So uh, they get instead they hired a guy and his mom, um, to a be young the kid, four new young police kid. officers. The mom was like 50 mm-hmm. and they hired her mm-hmm. and her son. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Um, and that, she's clip clopping around that. Yeah. Clippity clopping around oh, the fucking man. during the academy <laughs> the, training when they showed yep. her at the academy. Just like, and he oh again, God. young kid. This is not like a man. So I guess the other thing is like, who wants to work in Flint? You take what you can get. But there was a lot of people in that class who weren't yeah. getting hired. So yeah, you, you wasted a like fuck. You wasted some funding there, and fuck. I think at that point you and I were like, we can't talk about imprisonment of your own it's crazy your choice it's crazy i I just go somewhere else and be a police officer anywhere else if it's your neighborhood and you grew up there and you're trying to you know take back the streets and all that stuff then i understand the people who are voluntarily moving there to get Mm -hmm. that job i I don't understand girl's family go to anywhere else in america Mm -hmm. other than flint michigan 
it, it's it's crazy to watch Detroit so like, even the, exactly and Detroit's head on down the road exactly so you're you're because I was telling you this when we were watching I was like man Detroit's super close like just just leave Flint and go because with the water crisis it's like fuck get out of there man. get out of there man just all of that should be abandoned and knocked off the the face Detroit of the earth. you can buy a house for five hundred dollars cash yeah Is there were so many be foreclosures and it's not no. no. Any work that you get done to it, is it going to be stolen? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Probably. It's like if you put in, or that's what I heard. It's like copper pipes. They get stolen the next day. Like any reno that you do. Oh, it really? just gets like. Well, you have a friend that moved there, mm-hmm. right? Because she, she wanted I, a cheap house. Yeah. But she's the kind of person that like, she'll try it out. If it doesn't work, she'll just walk away. It's like 500 bucks cash. Like whatever. She, Didn't she get robbed like 80 times? Like From there? No. I, I think houses around her hers wasn't uh, that bad but gotcha. like yeah they'll take the hvac they'll take the water here i mean Jesus. anything that you do to it it's just like this i think it's getting better but yeah and then you can't complain about that because you can move on down the road i don't know but uh be, but but watching that last night being a police officer is such a difficult job God. why make it even more difficult even more is that really the only place you can work i don't know i don't it know sucks and uh, there was that one girl there who was working. Who yeah, was kind like, of cute and very yeah, pretty good looking and like normal seeming. And yeah, she was she was like, oh, I was either going to go to law school or be a police officer in, in Flint. Flint. No family. This is completely not like where she's from, where she grew up. It nope, and no, and just complains. And that's her thing is like complaining about it. I hate when anyone complains about a situation that they have complete control over changing. Yeah. And they voluntarily put themselves and in. they voluntary. So it's like, you know, Oh man, I, I don't, I can't think of an example, but except for that, like her being like, I'm scared for my life every day. My family's, my family is worried about me every day. They yeah. hate that I work here. Yep. They like, won't come visit me. If you're complaining about it and she's like, I can't even have a family here. I can't have kids here. It's sad to think about like you're in jail <laughs> and you have no other options. Imprisoned. You and don't this is a, own this is a that white house. girl too who was doing that. Yeah. Like uh, you don't own that house. You're living with your cop boyfriend. Like you too can put your heads together and say, you know what? The situation is a little bit uh, fucked. <laughs> less than ideal, honey. Yeah. What do you say? We uh hop on down the bunny trail. It's almost like they don't know there's anything else that exists. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, it is, it is mind altering. Very isolated. I get very frustrated watching it for both sides, both the from from the police perspective and the people living both. there. Where I was just like, all of you, pack up your belongings and get the fuck out of there. You know who's from there, by the way, is uh, Michael Moore from Flint. Oh yeah, from Flint itself. That's where he's from. I have yet to see Michael Moore do a documentary about Flint. Mm, he might have actually. Did he? Yeah. I wouldn't Um, speak too soon, but I'm not sure exactly. But I think I saw one fairly on Netflix. There's no way for me to find out. I wish there was some kind of search engine or some kind of internet. Can't do it, can you? No, I wish there was a way for me to find things out like that. But there just isn't, and that's my life that I have to deal with. You know, and there's nothing I can do to change it. That fat piece of shit. You notice he's not giving back to the community in that goddamn documentary. No. He's not doing shit. No. He, he made a gajillion dollars off of, uh, what was that, Fahrenheit 9-11? <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's a, that was it, Bowling right? for Columbine? Bo- yeah. I mean, f- and then he had one more that was really big where I'm talking like 
he grossed, I'd probably say he's worth in the neighborhood of two to three hundred million. Oh, yeah. And uh, For sure. he's not giving a dime back to them, those motherfuckers. You kidding me? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Are you kidding me? No, no. He's a capitalist, right? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he is. I don't know what the fuck he is either, I actually. I hate that goddamn guy so much. I know for like one second we were like, oh, man, he gave like this moving speech about Trump, right? Didn't actually end up being like. Well, no, he gave, he gave a moving speech about the election itself and what was going to happen. And, uh, you know, he, he, he was right. Um, although I heard he, I didn't watch the whole thing. So I heard he picked Hillary in the end. So maybe it wasn't right. But I think him. it, I think it fuck seemed, yeah, fuck him, dude. I think it seemed more, mo- like it seemed moving at the time, but I don't, I think he was trying to like say something other than what he thought. Other than what we thought he was saying, kind of thing, but yeah, any weirs, a- any any whoozins, any sweezins. Um, the last thing I wanted to to chat with you about today was this uh, this new pirate radio on YouTube, which I think is a really fucking cool thing. Because again, I always talk about music. I love you know music, and uh, I, I I bitch about not hearing any new, new music and things like that. Um. As you know, we have a our all of our video shows are on YouTube now. Um, they're on iTunes. I just we ju- we just started a YouTube channel, so you can find all our video shows on there. It's just Ross Patterson Revolution. Go back and watch all the old video shows. Please subscribe and join. Um, and, and with that being said, we can't use certain songs that we put in our audio tracks of the show. Thankfully, we got to use that um, Atlantic City, right? Oh God. <laughs> Go ahead. Everybody wanted to kill themselves after that. <laughs> I uh, know. After that, that track you had at the end of the last show. <laughs> um, we can't put it in the video show because it, it pops up as like a strike in a, a copyright a yes. copyright claim. Has been God, for everything launched. it's crazy. Yeah. For, for every single thing you do on YouTube. And uh, there there's these things called pirate radio, which kind of was a term back in like the 80s with... Uh, I don't. I don't know if you remember uh, Christian Slater and pump up the volume. You know, oh yeah, he was running that. Oh uh, yes. that uh, little pirate radio thing. Mm-hmm. We were playing songs. We we had it growing up, and uh, you know, people just kind of made up their own stations. They could tap into the watts and get it out to the world. The you can't do that on YouTube because they give you copyright notices, infringements, and then they they strike it and take it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is there is these DJs though who have found a way around it to where. If you go live on YouTube, they mm-hmm. don't have a way yet to trigger in the copyright okay. law. So these kids from all over the world are DJs, whatever. They're playing their favorite music that maybe isn't discovered by the masses or whatever. And they're doing it on loops of like 24 hours, 48 hours oh, uh, in a row, essentially creating their own radio stations and playing just songs that they like mm-hmm. and uh and just leaving it on these crazy loops for 48 hours until they stop going live then it triggers into youtube of like that's a copyright infringement and then they take it down but they're just doing it over and over and over again and uh i got wind of this uh two nights ago when i was writing and i, I put it on it was fucking dope as shit like and i was like great music i'd never heard this guy was from sweden and uh, just playing some deep house grooves. Oh, yeah. I, I just got lost in a haze. Had it on the background. And uh, I popped back over because um, I had heard about this and read about this article. I, I was 
I want to say when I got on, there was like 599 views. Um, by the time I finished writing that night, there was over 650,000 views and people were just watching this like all over the world and commenting and shit. And it was just like, fuck. And they had put it uh, up against like these weird backdrops of like Japanese anime and like things that they had liked yeah. in their own personal lives. So that was fucking awesome. Yeah. And I really enjoyed the shit out of that. I thought it was like a, uh, like a really crazy, cool uh, innovative way to get your music or the music that you like out to a bunch of people that you, you, you can't do if you were just trying to upload tracks on your own, mm -hmm. uh, as a DJ or on your own personal YouTube channel. And I still dig that there's that spirit out there of people doing shit like this, like yeah. beating the system in a way, pumping up the volume yeah. as it were pumping up the volume and uh and it was rad nice. so i yeah i'm, I'm kind of tapped into that little world now of this community of people and what happens is youtube shuts down their channel and then they reopen it up with like another you know nickname or whatever so very napster yes <laughs> yeah which there's kind of a fun element to that of like all right cool where's where did that guy go it's like that like that one food truck that you love that just kind of does pop-ups you know where you have to oh, follow them yeah, on twitter yeah, and it's yeah. like hey we're on second and they got kicked Street. off second we gotta we yeah. gotta chase them to the alley yeah uh so it's cool it's sweet cool. uh but with that we'll get to the revolutionary figure of the day shall we we shall the revolutionary figure of the day is Alan Moyle. You probably don't know who that is. Everybody was, knows. Who uh, no everyone one, knows. No one knows who, who is that it is. though. Again, just refresh. I I totally know, but I just the writer and director of Pump Up the Volume. Oh, <laughs> dummy. You're welcome. And, dummy. Uh, I was wondering, like, fuck, why have we not heard of this guy? Like, that was a pretty big movie at the time. Sure. And that's. I think it's held up. By the way, it was on. Uh, I saw, I caught it maybe a year ago and okay. I was like, fuck, I still dig this. Uh, Christian Slater is still rad to me. Oh, for sure. Like, um, for sure. He is. Dig his whole shit. Yeah. Me too. Uh, he did, he did empire records. Okay. As well. I see a theme. I, I, I would have, but then he kind of just stopped making music after that. I mean, stopped making movies. Um, man mm. in the mirror, the Michael Jackson story is, is, is about the only other thing after that. And, uh, turns out like, the the dude is is uh you know just this independent fucking cinema guy from Quebec. Okay, like Quebec. Yeah, I don't know what his story is. Okay, but uh, pop up the volume is rad. It and, was. Uh, congrats to kids making fucking pirate radio out there. That's kind of what I consider this show to be. Um, except, except they have a name for it now. It's just called podcasting. It's true, huh? It is. We're going to see how long we can get away with this. Th that's uh, that's how all this shit kind of <laughs> got started and uh, and went back in the day. So, yeah. Fucking A, man. Fucking A. Uh, keep also, that runaway train. Yeah. Dude, keep keep buying the pre-sales of uh, when darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. I'm supposed to get the the, the my new book. The, I'm supposed to get the numbers next week. And... Uh, we're going to do a countdown and try to get on the New York Times bestseller list. Those pre-sales really, really fucking help. Um, support me and support the show and buy a copy. It is it is the follow-up to At Night She Cries While He Rides a Steed, and it is available everywhere. So go and do that. Jables, I hope your sunburn gets better. Well. 
you know. It will. That's usually how they work. It's no, not going to be. It's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, it's a life thing, I think. And you're still on. We're still on for four thirty, right? Yeah, at the softball. Yeah, you're going to meet me at the field, or you can I get a, can I catch a ride? Can I catch a lift? Nope, you're going to have to uh, uh, Uber it, buddy. Uber. All right, man. Well, I'll see you there. Do people get in Ubers like after playing sports games? You know? Oh, gross. Yeah, right. I'm sure they have to. Like right? after a, like a hot, sweaty sesh of softball, do you Oof. call an Uber and be like, "Oh, hey, if somebody got my car after fucking playing softball," I'd be like, "Motherfucker, gross, gross." Yeah. Get a hold of yourself. Drive yourself to the goddamn yep. thing. You know? Yeah. Uh, disgusting humans. Um, it's just stuff to the food for thought, guys. Yeah, we're disgusting humans. We're going to get the fuck out of here. For Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.